the thing about it is there's a lot, a lot of money and a lot of power in this game. And if you want to know who a man is, give him either one of the two. He either gonna, he either gonna change the world or the world is gonna change him. You look at the Nipsey Hustles, the Dobies, the uh, Bank Road Freshers, all these guys. That's what the that's what the lifespan is supposed to be for a rapper. Mm -hmm. But it's like I ain't never been no rapper. Mm -hmm. How about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I remember Jay Z called me. He was like, "Yo, man, I need to put a verse on that." My president, I ain't heard the verse. Mm -hmm. We in the club. I'm performing the song. The music stops. He started rapping the verse that I've never heard in the club in front of everybody, and they're going That's crazy. That's right? Hard. And I'm just sitting up there. I looked at my, my man. I said, I told you. I told you. Yo, yo, yo. What are you doing? I'm giving you unbelievable content for the masses. And you just going to keep it to yourself? Do me a favor. Tap that red button right there. Subscribe. And it literally takes no time. Try to see what happens. Yo, what's good? What's popping? What it is, what it ain't, what it could be, what it should be, what it would be. Cam Newton, the son, Mr. Boogie, the all. And I promise to give good content for the masses, but I promise to keep it funky for your asses. Now, like I just said, off camera, but I'm going to say it on camera. We are in the presence of Atlanta royalty. You dig what I'm saying? The streets will appreciate this one. Uh... I said he was uh, trapping in the damn Air Force Ones. Now he corporate thugging in the Chelsea boots. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, my player sir. partner, my dog, yes, the OG, yes, Jay Jenkins, a.k.a. Jesus. What's up, my brother? My boy. How you been? Man, look, boy. If I had your hand, I'd throw mine in. <laughs> That's right. Talk that. Talk that. Hey, I'm going to tell you something, though, bro. And this is what I really wanted to say for on camera. Bro. The likes of you, I would say you, between you and Steven Jackson, mm. like OGs in the game, you know what I'm saying? Y'all taught me how to move. Right. You feel me? When I first came into the league, right, we had a lockout, so I had a lot of time, you know what I'm saying, to myself. I was working out during the day, partying with Jeezy at night, working out during the day, partying. Like, it, was just, it, was, it was just like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Like, it was... It was like the introduction to the lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? One thing that I respected about how you moved, you was always in control. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, man, bro, we done went to Onyx. We mm. went to Follies. Mm. We went to Magic. We, mm. we was everywhere. We was in all those places. Do they still have uh, a... <laughs> it was so many damn clubs that yeah. we was hitting, but it just, it was like militant how... You moved, bro. Everybody had a role. Hey, bro, man, make sure section set up. Right. Boom, make sure we got waters and whatever. Man, I don't want no... Matter of fact, we want decoration. Matter of fact, bring them in. Boom, take them out. Boom, no, no, no. And just the control. Mm. And I respected that. And I, I still that, I still move that way right. because of what? My God, received that, brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> we done had some nights. Man, sweet thing. <laughs> we done and had some been time. So many, it's been so many years, bro, that yeah. I ain't really tap in and had the time. You've been moving. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Right. Obviously, you know, me having some motion 
I feel like with this project that you got right now, let's start off with the book. Yes, sir. Right? Um, Adversity for Sale. Mm. Tell me the correlations from creating an album and creating a book. Is there mm. similarities or what was it? Well, music, well, well, the difference between the two is what I learned in the streets, it suited me to put it in the music mm. because that's how you get it to the people. It's like if you want to, it's almost like if you speak the English language, you have to speak in English, right? Right. Let's just say then I went and learned Spanish, mm -hmm. right? Which was where I'm at with the book. It's like I want to learn about life. Yeah. So you have to deliver it in a different package, in a different way. So the reason why I chose a book is because somebody gave me a book, mm. maybe about seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, Think and Grow Rich. And that book changed my life. And I learned so much from that book that led me on other books. But I'm just sitting there and I'm like, damn, all this knowledge is in the books. But it's the packaging of it, right? Because when you get somebody music, they just want to listen to it. Yeah. When you get somebody something to read, they, they're going to sit there and focus on what you're saying and go through the motions. So I wanted to put the shit that I had learned later on in life in a book form, right? And talk about my life because I had learned so much. And because, and it's crazy, I was uh, at a book signing the other day and one of the brothers told me, he's like, man, I ain't picked up a book since I got out of prison. Mm. I've been out of prison 10 years. It's the first book I read. You know, for me, that meant something because now you're challenging, um, you know, the culture. Right. You know, I'm going to give you a book. I'm going to give you this game. There's some knowledge in there. And the difference between the two is when you're doing music, you know, it's flamboyant. We be all, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But when you when you sit down and you're going through a book, it's especially a memoir. Mm -hmm. It's therapeutic for you. Yeah. Because I'm having to deal with that I thought I was past. Yeah. And, it's, and I'm having to trauma. speak trauma, you know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's coming back out. And now when I'm thinking I'm in a good place in my life, I got everything together, nah, I still got work to go do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was very therapeutic. And with the music, it more felt like journaling. Mm. I'm just expressing myself. This is my art. You know what I'm saying? You know how you get on the yeah, field, yeah, like that's yeah, your one, yeah, that's yeah. your place. You get on that field, nobody yeah. can't tell you nothing. Yeah. Like you in your world, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what, um, Music was, it still is for me. Right. But like, this author world is, is, is totally different. Of course. You it's know a, what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different audience. <laughs> yeah. And truly. one of my one of my greatest kind of like uh, street accolades, right? And I always talk to my older brother about this. He was like, "Bro, you tell me one that had Jeezy." And future, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it wasn't you know Atlanta Falcons game, <laughs> right, right, right? You see what I'm saying? No, that shit was crazy. Like, was yeah. and, and my whole thing, I was, I wasn't that I was nervous. I just, I didn't want to let y'all down. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like, man, I can't have these folks come out here right. like to support, and you know what I'm saying, lay lay an egg. It was the 2015 uh, NFC Championship game, and I was like, bro. Came my head in a, 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 a fox or right, right. Like, it's like, like, like cold as like a <laughs> flies like, a but <laughs> but like my thing was bro I always caught an eye to the the street dude right but honestly for me bro I'm, I'm raised in a church right you know what I'm saying right and I know more gospel music than rap music wow so for me. Was, was that was like your, your family played gospel music? Yeah, like my father's a preacher. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and and my mom, all my mom knows is my dad and God. Wow. <laughs> like, 
So it was so much when I was kind of, when I first came to stardom, that's why those years with being around you, it impacted me so much. And you probably didn't know it because I was taking those as proverbs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, there's nobody in my family that can relate to what I'm going through right mm. now. So I didn't verbalize it to you. Right. I just leaned on your direction, seeing how you move, seeing how you carry yourself, right. seeing, you know, how you dealt with adversity, you know mm. what I'm saying, publicly and just, you know what I'm saying, just mm. however. And then over the years, being away from you, seeing still how you move, it's like, bro, you can't. You can't rap forever. You can't right. make music forever, right. just like my sport. Right. You can't play football forever. Right. So you got to evolve. I see oftentimes really where it's like, bro, these dudes making music, they're doing this and doing that, and they just don't match the aesthetic. Right. You feel me? And how is that really for you? Because you're a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, rapid fire. You dig <laughs> what I'm saying? Well, well first of all, I, I received that, brother, and, and just so you know, I, I felt like we had a, Real brotherhood. Yes, sir. You feel what I'm saying? Like we like we've been through some 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 times. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we had situations where we had to look out for one another. Mm -hmm. And we had situations where we just had balls at night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just just yeah. had a great time. But and, and even though we came to the game and it didn't go the way everybody planned, I know in my eyes and future eyes, you still won, bro, because you yes, put sir. on for us. Like that was the closest we ever been to some like that. Yeah. And we just wanted to be there with you to support you, bro. You right. know what I'm saying? So shout out to you for that. I think uh, go ahead. But as as far as me with the evolution, um, I don't think a lot of people understand, like, I that's 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 my gift. Like I'm I'm a visionary and I'm a disruptor. Mm -hmm. And I understand that more now than ever. Because every time I've ever been in a situation, I'm always looking for the next thing, but I'm already ten steps ahead. Right, and and I'm already thinking that I might have to make a decision that's unpopular to 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 break that barrier. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? Because like a lot of the things I do in life is is disruptive. It's like who they 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 because they're trying to box you in, mm -hmm. right? And it's just like no, nah, like you do the things you do so that you can break barriers for other people. Yeah, you, you feel what I'm saying? For sure. And it's just like even for you coming from where you came from and, and breaking barriers and being. You know, quarterback. It's, it's it's some kid in College Park right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Looking at everything you've done, it's just like you did it your way. Yes, sir. You didn't you didn't perform to you know, and that's that's the thing for me. It's just like evolution is a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't ever think I will ever stop evolving. Like, I don't I don't ever think there'll be a time that I'll wake up and not want more better for myself yes, or sir. better for my team or my people or my mm -hmm. family. And it's like even like learning. Like I'm 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 like a a sponge, bro. Like, people don't, I, I probably spend 60%, 70% of my day learning. Mm. I can't tell you how many podcasts I listened to this morning, how many yeah. books I read, poems, uh, songs, uh, the book of John. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me. I'm just, I, if I need some information, I'm going to go find it because there's always going to be a situation where I'm going to deal with somebody that need to hear it from me, mm -hmm. right? Because, like, what happened with when, when Tip came and talked to me at the studio and kind of convinced me out of getting out of the streets, yeah. I needed to hear that from him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. he was where I wanted to be. I'm like, well, if he's saying that. Yeah. So it's sometimes that people want to hear things from you. And again, like, you know, myself and yourself, it's just like, it depends on whose hand it is. You could put a football in anybody's hand, mm -hmm. but you put it in your hands, it's a different ball, right? Cool. And the same thing with me, if you put a microphone in my hand, 
it's a different conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, than just a regular person because right. we both have that skill set. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it's like evolution. That, that is like, it's food, bro. It's like, it's like, it's like it. Cause I love to see that. Yeah. Cause I sit in the room with people, bro, and they won't even like, they'll be having these conversations. And I just be like, damn, man, it's fascinating. And then when somebody asks me a question, I've been on the phone with four, five world leaders. Mm. You know, today, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people who move nations, but you won't know that because it's me. Right. Right. So when I'm sitting there having a conversation with people, I got all this data and this information that I've been gathering. Mm -hmm. So when I'm ever in a situation, I need to make a decision. I'm going to make a decision based off the information I have. Mm -hmm. So that's why it looks like so big from the outside because I'm rapidly growing, but I'm also, I'm also executing the things that I'm learning. For sure. Right. So it just, for culture, because that's who I am, right? I'm a best. Oh, absolutely. So, so my my goal and my dream is for people who come from where we come from to not get boxed in by what people think that we should be. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you look at the Nipsey Hustles, the Dobies, the uh, 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 Bank Road Freshers, all these guys. That's what the that's what the lifespan is supposed to be for a rapper. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I ain't never been no rapper. Mm -hmm. How about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I made great songs, right? Yes, sir. And that's that's the the purpose I walk in. So when you ask me the question, my purpose is evolution. Yeah. That's who I am. I respect that. Yeah. But I man, look, speaking on evolution, I was looking at something that brings even more perspective to this and requires even more acknowledgement to this. You was looking at a picture of one of your art covers, right? Um, everybody had a Lamborghini, Rolls Royce, or, or, or something like that. It was a BMF yep. type of thing. Yep. And I think the person was saying like, you know, what do you feel about it? And he was like, well, I don't really like looking at this picture because everybody in this picture either dead yeah, or in jail. Or in jail. Yeah, maybe you know what what except a few. Like, maybe like three or four. So for you, seeing that movement of BMF coming through the early 90s, I mean, uh, early 2000s, creating this hardcore movement, but also evolving into your own sound. Right. Being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, being investing, a venture capital, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Things like that where they say, oh, you know, Jeezy, oh, that's a rapper, that's Snowman, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, TM103, Jeezy like the drink, right, right. Jeezy like, like that. That's right. what they want to box you into. Yep, yep. But when you see the whole epitome of what you stand for, right. it's no different than the person that's on, on Wall Street. Right. It's crazy. And that's how I look at it. For me, like being from Atlanta, being inspired by the things that inspire me, you can't box me in. I'm like a damn cat. You right. feel me? And don't try to try to define me by what your narrative is. I mean, but I, I think that even as far as like how you push the line with fashion. Yeah. You know, there's, there's black men that want to be, have, you, you cool. Yeah. Right? You, you like, you, you can't, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you the homie. But when you push that line, it's, it's kids and, and people out here who want to, you know, push their line as well. Yeah. So you're giving them, you're giving them hope. And to answer your question, like for me, like the thing is, like the goal was it never to be a rapper. Mm. It, that that went like I, my kids will never wake up and that's all their daddy did. You know what I'm saying? I want to change the world. Like that that's real for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but you have to do it the best way you can. And you look at Nelson Mandela. It took him to go 
um, you know, away for 26 years to become a great leader. Yeah. Right. So it took me, you know, half, more than half of my life to go through, you know, God knows what. Yeah. To be able to be in this situation, to be at peace and to be able to say my peace. Because I can't go talk to somebody about, you know, life and how they should make different moves if I haven't been through it. Mm -hmm. But I've been through it, so how are you going to tell me that? Exactly. Right? And then I've seen casualties as well. I've seen people that I love go away for a long time. I've seen people that I love that never coming back again because they're gone forever. Mm -hmm. So when, when you put all that together, like even a lot in the book, that's, that's what the adversity for sale is about because it's almost like, I was losing when y'all thought I was winning. Mm. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like I was, I was yeah. losing. I was lost. I was trying to figure it out as I was going, and it was hell. But I kept believing to get through the other side. And and, and now that I'm in a place, and I'm still not where I want to be. Right. But now I'm in a place where I'm I'm not reserved to share my story or even my journey, because I know just like you, as you push your fashion and you who you are, and people look up to you and you big bro you know, to them now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's people that are looking at me going, dang, Jeezy can figure that down, yeah. change, or if he yeah. can, and not even change, grow. Cause when you say change, you know, in our culture, niggas get tripping. Like, yo, change. Yeah. But it's like, nah, bro, like that wasn't never the goal. Mm -hmm. the, the goal was not to stay here. Like, and if you look at where rap is now, rap is the streets. So that was never the goal. It's highlighted now. Right. Like when, <laughs> you know what I'm bro, I remember watching Channel 2 News, bro, and they was like, damn, they're trying to boycott you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You can't wear these shirts. Yep. You can't even really, they, they tried to stop wearing black t-shirts or white t-shirts to school yeah. because of the movement that you had going right. on, not necessarily knowing it's really derived off of unity. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and to touch on really doing what I do, it's like, I don't, I never played the game how I play. I never lived the way I live to appease. And I'm using this as an analogy mm. for, for, you know, to give people perspective. I never wanted to appease to Buckhead because that's not where I'm from. Right. I wanted to appease to Bankhead, College Park. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I always use the example of my mm. hair. Mm. It's like, man, Cam, man, you know, you need to cut your hair. You need to be more clean cut. But it's like, that's where you go wrong because... The day I cut my hair, there's a kid in the hood yep. that, you know, his mom don't got money for him right. to, to get a haircut. Right. So he got to, you know, right. grow his dreads in, in, in a way. And that's a superpower for right. us. If you look in the Bible, right. you see Nazarite. Samson was a, mm. was a Nazarite, strongest man in the Bible. But to my point, I appease to those people. It's right. like, bro, fashion. I spent a lot of money or a mm. little money on my outfit. Right. I, want, I want to put it together. The day I went... To Paris, because of my skill set on the field, I was like, "Yo, from where I'm from, they'll never be able to come to Paris. Mm. So I got to bring back what I learned from Paris to, you know, use my Instagram, use my Damn social right. media, my platform to just be like, bro, what the can I got on? Like, bro, listen, y'all think I'm fresh? Right, what you going with? What you going with? Year, right? Like, that's crazy. crazy, yeah. You know I agree. what I'm saying? I so, agree. of course, for you and your your life. Coming up the way you came up, you know what I'm saying, that trap music with the with the with the citing the source of the likings of the TIs of the world, mm -hmm. obviously yourselves. Yeah. Um, and just putting it into a perspective that I wasn't creating music for folks that can't relate to my music. Right. And I think it was Joe Gotti who said it. It's like, bro, when I started hearing Jesus freely talk about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that changed my life. <laughs> I took a load off me. Like, I talk about this for real. You know what it was, too? Because it was like, 
well, well, the culture of the streets is that it's almost like some, it's almost like a group of indigenous people. Mm. We can speak a language because we're we're trying to stay under the radar or not let people know how we communicate. Yeah. So that language came from the streets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a street person to know it, and you got to be a certain level of a street person to know that because now you're talking on the phone, like you're making deals on in your windows, <laughs> right yeah. on the phone. So it's like, but you don't got to get caught in person. Yeah. If you say the wrong thing on the phone, that's it. It's over with. So you got your 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 lingo and your code got to be so undecoded oh. that nobody can't pick that. Man, listen, two things, bro. I, right. <laughs> I ain't never sold no cocaine. I ain't never sold. But listen, listen to this dude. Mr. Santini, I can tell you how much it's going for right now. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I when I think about it, and maybe I'm drawing a blank, and I just would like to think about your impact mm. because really coming from Atlanta, repping Atlanta, there was only like a few people, you know, you got the outcasts, obviously yeah, can't yeah. forget about the Gucci's of the world, yeah, T.I.'s, yeah, yeah, outcasts. But I'm yeah. like, bro, this dude really- Chains. Two chain, yeah. tip, partner. Kill him, um, Mike. Kill him, Mike. Yeah, but it's like, yo, this dude got a deal. <laughs> Next hell, this fool had next hell chirps, bruh. I got kicked, I got suspended for a, a next hell. You know what I'm saying? But it was all derived off of you being true to you. But see, the thing was that once I realized that I can put the coding in the music and people can still receive it, mm. that's when the game changed for me. Yeah. When when the, if it's taking too long to lock up, bring it back. Yeah. You show them what you bring a stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I wouldn't even know. I ain't had no when when that and and when that got on the radio, when I heard that on Hot 1079, yeah. I said, because this is the thing, it's one thing for it to play on the radio. Yeah. But it's another thing for all your homeboys from the hood, like, man, you talking yeah. crazy. But first of all, first of all, one of my partner called me and said, boy, you're going to jail. That's the first thing. <laughs> He's like, boy, you're going to jail. I'm yeah. telling you. And so that made me have to be more, you know, covert and more conscientious about how I'm going yeah. about it. So yeah. that dug me deep, and that's what that's where I really got my pen from. Because yeah. now I know who I'm talking to. Yeah. So I'm talking to people who understand what I'm saying. And everybody else just like how it sounds. Uh -huh. But the reason why I was able to captivate the streets is because I'm talking to them. I'm not talking to everybody. Yeah. And that's the difference. Like, you know, when you when you go in a room and you say, hey, look, you know, if you ever look how the streets is broken up in the coulds, clicks, gangs, whatever, it's like these this is us. But the way I was talking to all of us together. Yeah. So no matter what. Whatever set you claim, right. like, whatever you do, music for us. Right. It's for us, and yeah. it's it, and it was um, it was hustlers' music because I was able to say things in a way that motivated people, and a lot of that I took from what I learned from Pac. Yeah. Because when Pac came, he was saying thug life. You know, everybody thought he was like you know promoting violence, it's an outlaw. Right, but yeah. if you listen to what he was doing, because of his upbringing. And, and, and how he came up with his parents being the Black Panthers and everything, he knew how to mobilize and gather people, mm -hmm. right? And he knew, how to, he knew how to speak to them. So Thug Life was a call out for 
all of us. Yeah. Right? So it ain't you, no color. It ain't right. no creed. It's it, just it, like you, you did black, you brown, whatever. Yeah. And that's what Thug Motivation was about. Because mm -hmm. it was like, I'm going to motivate the people like us. I don't want to talk to nobody else but the people who understand what I'm yeah. saying. And that's why Thug Motivation was set up like a class, one-on-one. Because you got to pass this one yeah. to get to where I'm going. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if you don't pass this, then that means either you got uh, incarcerated yeah. or you no longer here. Correct. Because that's the only way to fit. And it's only a few of us that can relate to There you it. go. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. My thing, man, it's so, like, my mind racing so much right now because I want to touch on so many different topics. But, like, for you, coming into the game, like, when did it, when did it click for you? It was like, yo, like, like, it was take it too long to lock up, yeah. bring it back. Like, right. Boys in the Hood. That right. was, you know, obviously from that, from that song. Right. But when was that moment where you was like, yo, just really f***ing with this. And mm. then, like, it's like, I got to start taking this serious. serious. I was, okay, so them boys, I remember doing that verse. So it's two things. I remember doing them boys in the studio with Jazzy and all those guys. And I remember Trick Daddy and everybody being there. Now, mind you, I didn't know how to record. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm not, like, there yet. So it was a certain way I recorded, which was really elementary, but it was my way. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, you ever seen Comp uh, Straight Outta Compton? Yeah. You remember when Easy e did his yeah, part? I yeah. was definitely Easy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I was Easy. Yeah. And uh, so I, I was doing it. I was writing my verse, and I was getting ready to do it. And I, was, they, I kept hearing, I'm like, man, why they want him on the song, man? Dude can't even rap, man. He's terrible. It's taking him two hours. What's going on? So I was like, yo, I tell the engineer, I said, yo, shut the door. Because I want to show you how I record. So I, my, my thing is always make sure that my voice is the last instrument on the track. Right? So, so, so it's melodies and tones with me. It ain't what you say, it's how you say it. Mm. That's what I learned. And there was a certain type of way I had to record. So I sat the door, whatever. We got in there. It took us about 45 minutes. And what I would do was when I get done, I would always go in the hallway and have him press play. And then I was standing in the hallway because you can hear the sonic, so you can hear the bass, how it would sound in the car. Mm -hmm. And everybody was just in the studio, and he pressed play, and you know, hook go through, whatever. My part come up, I'm standing in the hallway. If it's taking too long to lock up, by the time I was at the fourth bar, everybody in the studio was in the room. Yeah. And they was losing their, they was like, oh, it's crazy. And, and it was like, that was because cause those guys were really rappers that was in that group. So that was like one of the first times I was like, oh, because I approved. Right. Yeah. Right. And that was a big one. But but I I think the moment where I knew I was on to something was um after Trapper died. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because the mixtape. Yeah. Because Streets is watching did okay, but that could have been a fluke. Mm -hmm. But when I put Trapper Die out, I actually pressed up about half a million CDs and we was just passing them out. We was passing DVDs out too because what I was starting to notice was when I was getting booked for shows, you know, $100, $200, whatever, that I ain't really need, but, you know, I got to do it. Mm -hmm. um, people didn't know what I looked like. So I would come on stage and everybody would be like, yo, that's Jesus. Like, yeah. You know, it was weird. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me just take all the footage I got. And at the time, they was doing Smack DVDs. I said, I'm going to do my own version. Mm -hmm. So I put the Trap or Die DVD out with the Trap or Die, and I released it like an album, so it had a release date. So the reason why I say I knew that immediate impact of it is because it came out on a date. Like, let's say it came out on a Friday. By the next Friday, I was, they was booking me like crazy. Yeah. And I would be like walking somewhere through the mall or something. And he'd be like, yo, cheese, now I love you. I'm like, at first it threw me off because I'm a street guy. Yeah, I don't, yeah, nobody's yeah, supposed yeah. to really approach me. Mm -hmm. And how I really knew 
I was on to something because I was still, of course, you know, doing my one-two. I would go to my, you know, I might be going to handle some business and walk to somebody's trap house to drop something off. Yeah. The DVD playing on the screen. I'm like, you know me. That's why you, why, why, why you yeah. watching this? Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is crazy, nigga. And I'm sitting yeah. there. And I'm like, like, these are people that know me. Mm. And they're like appreciating my art and telling me how dope this is, right? Yeah. And it wouldn't be, you know, because I was getting busy. So I go around about five, six, seven different houses yeah. and everybody is watching this DVD. Yeah. And I just remember going to my crib and I'm like, damn, okay, what happens now? And, and it just, you know, and, I, and, 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 and like you, a man of faith, like I believe in God. God happened, bro. It, it was like one day I was, I, it was a big question mark whether I was going to be going to the penitentiary or whatever. And then the other day the question mark was erasing. It was an exclamation point there. It was like, let's get it. Let's go. Don't even look back. Don't even look forward. The chirp phones I had, I threw them away. Yeah. I, I still had money in the streets. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I just, I just took it seriously. And it was just like, I kept telling people, because Trick Daddy, Jazzy Faye and all them was like, why would you give this music away? I was just like, bro, because I got to go build a base. So it's like the streets. If you got some good work and you go on the block and you go get it away, they coming back. You know what I'm saying? That's so it's a like, right. That could be chicken so wings. Right. You feel me? <laughs> Nickelback. You dig it? You said chicken wings. Like chicken wings, liver peppers. And with the, they uh, coming back, right? They coming, coming back. back. Look, uh, b b before I miss this topic, bro, and I got to be obedient to my thought, I feel like I judge a man on really two things, really. But it's a third one that I, that I need to add. Number one, I judge a man off as a woman. Right. How, how, his, how, how does his woman act without him in attendance? Right. Number two, I judge a man by his children. Right. See what I'm saying? Tell, you, show me, you show me who your dad is, I could tell you, you know, if he a man of, of, of some type of motion. Number three, I judge a man by how other men respect him. Right. You feel me? Right. And it was like, I'd never been in a place, bro, where it was like so many folks with you, whether they had on a bandana, whether they had on, right. you know, whether they was banging, whether they, it was just like, it was just, oh, that's young. What up, my da 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 And I was like, yo, like, I want that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I was always peeping, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, bro, we was in Follies. <laughs> they closing that bitch down. Like, bro, we ain't going no damn way. Matter of fact, give me some more. And then it was just crack. like, bro, I gotta, <laughs> this right here, like I'm looking around, bro. It's like, bro, I got to be able to move like this. And it wasn't money. Right. It was the respect. Right. You feel me? One looking over their shoulder, like, bro, I owe you. And I think to to bring this full circle, it's like, bro, I don't see that often in the rap game right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where the, where it's a click. You gotta you hang with a click. Right. But I feel like when you, like back in the day, it was a respect thing. You right. dig what I'm saying? Where you could go anywhere. Now, don't do no silly, you know what I'm saying? You banging one thing and then boom, you going over here and you, mm -hmm. you don't think that that ain't real until it is. But everybody moved off of respect. Right. I think this younger, this younger age where it's like everybody want to be the boss. Right. But ain't nobody indoctrinated to how to move, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So do you like where the state of, of, of Rap music, trap right. music. Right. Oh, they got drill music. They got so many different. 
right. genres of rap. Mm. You feel me? Like, what's the good? What's the bad? What's right. your stand? I just think that it, it depends on what you in it for, mm. right? Because it's just like being in the streets. If you in the streets just to get some money, get some cars, get some ice, and you don't really got a plan, right? you already know that how that's going to end. Mm-hmm. Someday it's going to catch up with you. And it's just like being in music. If you're in it just to hustle and, and just to keep up with whatever's going on, then your priorities ain't going to be the same. And the thing that I feel and why I feel like I have to lean into them is because you have to keep reminding them, like, bro, you, you're not, once you've been elected, like, the streets elected me. That's why I was so much respect. Yeah. It's, it's like we, we, we put Obama in office. Yeah. They put me in that position. But when they put me in that position, I already knew from my first day on the job, this is a position of leadership. Yeah. You, 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 you become a leader, right? But who, who I'm sorry, I don't uh, want to cut you off, but who, like, where did this come from, though? But they came from me listening and watching what Pac was doing. Yeah. And I always said to myself, if I ever got in that position, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to stay alive. And I'm going to mm. be the, the, the person that actually evolved into what he could have and should have been. Because if Pac would be around now, I think the rap game would be different. Because what happened with them set the tone. Yeah. Right? And that's what we all went from. Even all that I've been in, everybody been in, it's just like, you know, everybody relate back to the pocket big. And what's happening is th- these, 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 these younger guys are being put in these positions, right? And you can tell the ones who are listening to people that are, a little bit older than them and have a little Students more wisdom. Students at a game. Yes, because there's a few of them. It's two, three that you can be like, okay, he he, he talking this to somebody. This flow came really right. from, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? He's talking to somebody. He, yeah. he got somebody he respects, yeah. and they hey, they sit down with him. Hey, man, listen, you know. But you can tell who doesn't because the thing about it is there's a lot, a lot of money and a lot of power in this game. And if you want to know who a man is, give him either one of the two. Mm. He either mm-hmm. gonna he either gonna he either gonna mm-hmm. take he, he either gonna change the world or the world is gonna change him. Mm-hmm. Right? And the thing about it is once you get this money and this power, and I tell people that all the time, it's just like oh, it, it ain't to have a hit record. You know, it ain't to have a platinum album, right? Yeah. It ain't to, you know, have all this money if you can't stay alive or if you can't stay free. Mm-hmm. Because that's the bigger thing. But in a position of leadership, if you out here and you just, and I've been there, that's why I know. I, a lot of the time you saw me, I was driving right off a cliff. Yeah. Cause that's where I was going. My GPS was not on. I was just, I was, I was just going. I ain't had no destination. Yeah. I'm just like, long we winning in right. my, but I started to understand like, uh, I'm getting those voices like, um, you know, like you, you are a leader. You are a man of faith. You are, walking in faith you can't forget that and a lot of the times when i was saying what i was going through and that's why i i got empathy for them because i was going through so much yeah i was leaning into my vices yeah. you know how that go mm-hmm. if you're leaning into your vices just like you in a season like yeah. if you drinking you smoking and you part how you gonna be focused yeah how you gonna lead your team yeah and i was in that place where not saying you can't have a good time and enjoy yourself I was leaning into my vices because I had no self-control, mm-hmm. right? So I had to get back control of myself. And, and, and what I see with, with this, this generation is if, if you don't have, you have to have self-control, right? 
And then you also gotta understand your worth because if you really look at it, it's their own taking out their leaders. If you look at Nipsey, that was his own. Yeah. Those are the people in he his, loved in, in his place. space where you supposed to be protected, protected the most. That. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But we're we're not exempt. That's that's the other part. Oh, yeah. You, you feel what I'm saying? That's so all. like you, with you knowing that, mm -hmm. you got to protect you at all costs, right? Because yeah. you're still leading people, and they need you. Because once that happened, like what happened with Nipsey's, all those people that was with him and. All those lives he was changing through his music and all those people he was getting through their bad days, they, they got to go find somebody else now if they're lucky. And you take somebody like uh, Bankroll Fresh, yep. which was all our little brother. Like, and it's crazy because you and I was hanging out yep. in the club that day when that happened oh, with cool. them. And I pulled him to the side and I said, hey, man, we got to talk when we get back to Atlanta. And it wasn't... It wasn't Three days before, after he got back, he, he died. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's another leader gone. Because when you don't realize your worth and you're just going about this like you just got lucky, he's going to treat you like you got lucky. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you're going about this and you're taking it serious, you can change lives. Because that's the whole reason of being where you at. Michael Jackson changed lives. For sure. You know what I'm saying? The Prince changed lives. The people who do what we do and become greats, they change lives. They change the narratives. They do things that connect the world. And if when we get in this position, when we don't have our head on straight, we just cause just just everything in our path we destroy. Yeah. Right. So my point case is this generation, the ones that are the leaders, they're gonna have to lean in more, and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to change the narrative for them. Because I did it for my generation, yeah. right? Jay did it for the generation before him, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So it's really on them to change the narrative. Because I was talking to my guy in the gym today, one of my trainers, a young kid, and we just talking. And we was and Dolph was on, and, we, and the, the music was playing in the gym. You said Dolph, Dolph, Dolph. Okay. And I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, you know, he playing Dolph back to back, and I'm just like, man, ain't it hard to believe he gone? He's like, yeah, man. You know, I just wish I could have met him one day. He was like, you ever met him? I'm like, yeah, Dolph was cool, man. He was a good guy, Ooh, smart too. Very yeah. smart. And I said, man, you know, I, I feel for y'all, bro. I said, cause you know, in our generation, we lost big and pop. Yeah. But y'all, y'all, y'all losing, y'all lose people daily. They, you so don't what even is, know who can be right. what. So that's like, what does that do to your, like, what does that do to your mental? Mm -hmm. Cause now we're normalizing this. Right. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. their generation is going to even be worse than we were, yeah, you know, because we only had that to look to, and that was that was like, yeah. no, how could you? Like that should never happen again. Correct, right? And, and their generation is just so different. It's almost like it's the norm. Mm -hmm. But then, who's gonna lead the next generation? Yeah, man, that's that. <laughs> speaking of like, I remember, bro, we was in CIAA, bro. You remember that? Oh, man. I got it. I got to say this, bro. I can't believe he gonna tell this story. Look, look bro. CIAA. Let me show you how uh, how normal this was. It was like, bro. Obviously, coming to Charlotte, right? High to my career. Like, bro, you with me? I'm like, yeah, cool. I think you wrote, drove a sprinter down there. So I was just waiting on you. You know, what I'm saying the campaign. Obviously, in any industry, but in rapping. The club open at nine. It closed at two. Around to pull up at 1.30 and had a time of their damn life. But we pulled up. I remember it was Dolph. 
Gotti, it was a whole uh, sea uh, of people, bro. I was like, make room for us. Everybody, bro. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I get nervous around people like in that tight vicinity. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it just shows you how, uh, like a person that you are, you kept like, hey, bro, you good? Like, come on, man. No, no, no. You come with I'm like, nah, I don't really want to be seen like that. Right. I'm like, <laughs> the owner texted me, calling me, like, bro, where you went? Like, nah, I can't be there. Yo, God, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? You got, you sure you say I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm with young. You know what I mean? Boom. And then all of a sudden, my brother was there, and I went, pop, pop, pop. I said, oh, and you think you in control until mayhem happens. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I remember getting like pulled up by my brother and scattered like a roach in the kitchen. Right. I said, oh, it was, bro. We went outside, everybody, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, bro, what just happened? Right. You, you feel me? Bro, like two hours after, I get a call. Hey, you trying to go out? I'm like, no, bro, I'm good on that. I'm good. But it was just. But that yeah. was just the the no. thing, though. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you know what's crazy? What I remember about that that day, what was so vivid, it was crazy. Cause I I was with your brother helping get you up. Yeah. And I remember like for about like about ten minutes straight before we exited, I remember just I don't know what got into my mind, but I'm 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 always the calmest person in the room. Yeah, chaos for right sure. There. But for I just sure. remember like going back behind the booth he was in and just picking up girls yeah. and picking up people, and helping yeah. people up and helping them get out the door. It was like I was a firefighter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, Jesus, you need to get out of here. Get the f out. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, Change things. Right? I'm picking that people shit. up. Like, you good? You okay? Everything straight. Check yourself. Make sure you. But, but, bro, like, you was always that nurturer. You know right. what I'm saying? It, it's like, bro, I remember too, man, it's just coming right. to me, bro. Like, bro, we in Vanquish. Yes. And I, this how, you know, wet behind the ears I was, you know, DJ making the last calls, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, bro, all right, bro, I'm about to get out of here. It's like, no, the hell you ain't. You're going to chill right here. You let everybody else clear out. Right. And then you <laughs> leave. Right, right, right. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do that. You know what I'm saying? But just learning right. certain things, yeah. how to move, I didn't necessarily know. You feel me? Being from Atlanta, certain things that you don't necessarily know until you actually in it. In it, right, and he's right. like, bro, nah, that ain't bro, what you and do. And we gotta protect you at all costs, bro, because because the, the last, the last, you know how I go, you know, yeah. rapper, rap, uh, quarterback hanging with a rapper. We you on, we, we on ESPN. Yeah, <laughs> Cam Newton hangs out with Jeezy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it was so like, but two, like when I see situations like a John Morant, you feel right. me? Like when you see guys right. who who was who was in the spotlight trying to proclaim and not to throw no shade on Ja because he's still young. You feel yep, me? Hopefully yep. he's gonna learn from it. Yep. But what I had was a person protecting me. Right. Like, bro, nah, uh-uh, cool, boom. I right. remember, bro, even with Future, like right. he performed and it was something so subtle. It was like, yo, we about to take a picture. Hold on, let me put this cup down real quick. Let me, I don't want that to be on. Like Meaning, he protecting you. Right. You feel me? Right. OGs protect the young guy. The yeah. young guy. Yeah. So when you say a leadership, it's not no cap that you're talking about. Bro. Right, right, right. Like, I've seen it subtly in ways like, bro, that's who that dude is. And he going to teach you how to move. And if you don't learn nothing, right. you the fool. Right. You feel me? Because right. if you don't take this time when, you, when you're around the game right. and you see so much respect, I would have been 
a dummy not right. to kind of catch and, some and, of the game. and see how like oh, okay. And, and the craziest thing is like you know they they everybody's always waiting for you know people in our positions to make mistakes. Yeah, and that's why we got that's that's why I got empathy for John. Yeah, because you can clearly look around him and see that everybody's around him is pretty much in his age bracket. Right. So he's the leader. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So if the leader is 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 leading in a way, then the people who are following are gonna encourage that. Mm -hmm. Right? And and the craziest thing is he's the only one that has something to lose. But the reality of it is he gonna get through it, he's gonna be alright, but then he gonna tell the next young guy that comes up, hey bro, mm -hmm. and they gonna respect it coming from him. For sure, because they know you done something. been through something. He lost something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's man, look, bro. If anybody get it, it's me. Even going back to why I have my C1 in the All-Star team. Just to tell folks, like they'll forget, and there may be a clip that's good. That's the good thing about social media. People often remember what you used to do. Mm. And I'm so accessible to the young kids that they even forget, like, damn, coach, you were five. Like, <laughs> what you thought there was, right, right, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's not a lot of people that did what I did coming from where I come from. Right. Like being the number one pick, I didn't, but my, all I had. In my school at that particular time, like, was a dope, a dope boy to look up to. Mm. You see what I'm saying? They was making music. You wow. feel what I'm saying? But it was like, I, I always tease my girl, like, when we driving down and my kids be playing bingo. That's my Lambo. That's my Ferrari. That's my this. That's my that. I was like, man, when I was coming up in school, bro, if you had a Monte Carlo on 24, was bro, it. that was an exotic. You, you was it. A box Chevy. Don't, don't, don't have no Chevelle. Like, come on. <laughs> like, a Monte Carlo. Like, these was exotic. Yeah. You know, and they run ahead a little wave where they had, uh, like, they would have, like, a cartoon on that ball. Like, on, like on the, on the Darkwing Duck or the yeah, M&M's yeah. with, the, with the Looney Tunes or yeah. something like that. It's just so hard. Yeah. But look, man, I keep rattling. Let, let's get into this game. Uh, GG put on for your city. But let's see if you can name their city in the game called Where They From featuring Jeezy. I will name some people okay. three at a time. Tell me which city or state they're from. You so get three people and they're going to be from the same place. From the same place. You got to name the city or the state. You ready? Let's get it. Here we go. Kevin Hart, Kevin Bacon, Lil Uzi Vert. Philly. Correct. Trina. Chad Johnson. Chad Ochocinco. Miami. City Girls. Boom. All right. Shamik Moore. Chris Tucker. BK the Ruler. Atlanta. Ooh. <laughs> I was right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. He threw me off with you. <laughs> yeah, I ain't want to say the obvious. You gave away with Chris Tucker, though. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Zendaya, Doja Cat, Tyler the Creator. LA? Yeah. Taraji P. Henson, Corday, Dave Chappelle. Ohio. No? Uh-uh. Where, where? DC. Dave Chappelle from DC? Yeah. I know. I went to his house in Ohio. Subtle flex. I went to his house in Ohio. There you go. Let's change up the, you know what I'm saying, the, the genre real quick. Jimmy Fallon, Mark Zuckerberg, Pete Davidson. <sighs> California. LA. <clears throat> New York. You know what? He is from Staten Island. Yeah. Damn. Here you go. Okay. Aziz Ansari, Chris Rock, Tussie. 
Chris Rock is from. I think he's Chris Rock from DC. Mm-mm. Hold on, give me one more time. Let's see. Hell is Chris Rock, bro? Cali. Mm-mm. I even put another one in there. Chadwick Boseman. Shit, you got me on that one. Denzel Washington. Oh man, Baltimore. What, what, what do you from? <laughs> South Carolina. Get Denzel Washington from South Carolina. Really? I knew it's he either South Carolina, right? South Carolina. Him and his wife from South Carolina. Matter of oh, fact, wow. fact, his wife was the one that told me. Oh wow! I'm like, damn, y'all from South Carolina? <laughs> like, yeah, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> damn, even more the reason why I gotta go out. You know what I'm saying? I knew he had ice in his veins. Man. Yeah, <laughs> that, that makes sense. Look, man, moving moving along. So, Lil Baby dropped the song "Bigger Picture," right? And it was promoting like social change mm-hmm. in our community, right? Or impact, mm-hmm. positive impact. Mm-hmm. I would say, in my lifetime, my day, you was the first person mm-hmm. to really promote that with a president is black, black yeah. a Lambo too, yeah. and now we got yeah. like, yeah. Take me through that. Like, you obviously, you talking about visionary. Right, right, Who the right. f- would have thought about yeah, that? Right. Then, and I, and I, I recorded that song four months before he won, mm. and it was out. Four months before he won, but from Streets is watching to TM One Hundred Three. Yeah, I was pretty much going. I was pretty much in the darkest place I've been in my life. No way. Yeah, darkest, the most depressed I've been. The most. I, I was out of my mind, bro. Like I was, man. I was. I was out of my 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 diet was Chris Style and Waffle House, and. I like, bro. I would get a, it'll be it'll be nine o'clock in the morning. I'm on 1942. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. just I'm just self soothing. And I, I, something happened in my life around that time, and I started working on the recession. And that's when I started like working out, drinking water, getting myself together. Had all this clarity, and I was just because you talking about somebody. I didn't even you know I was running around. I didn't even know what day it was. Like, you, the day I, is bleeding into each other. Yeah, it's I need the whole tide out. Like, you couldn't ask me what, what, what the date was. Like, what? Sometimes I didn't even know the month because I, because I, I was just so on a mission to get out of the situation I was in, but I was also under the impression that I was going to prison. So nothing so really you were mattered. Just living. You, yeah, you it, it, knew it, it was an hourglass right, until until that. Yeah. And right around the time I started writing the recession, it's like I, I remember I, I woke up one day. I was like, bro, you gotta get this together. And I started working out. I, I was like 260. I got down to like 185. Man. I was reading. I was I was journaling. I was watching the news. I was getting all this information. And I'm just like, I'm gonna go put this out. And I started writing the recession because I was in a dinner with some people, and they they you know they was rich and they was worried about money. I'm like, damn, y'all talking about it's like the recession. So I went and googled it. I was like, oh, it's a drought, but not on work, on money. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So I was like, let me go put this back in the culture. So I put all my cars up, put all my jewelry up. And I just focus. I ain't drink. I ain't smoke. I just work every day. I had a routine, morning routine. I did everything. And I wrote that album in maybe like two months. And when I was done, I knew I was done, which is very rare. Because I record to like, they mixing and mastering. And I took, I called my man. He came up from Mississippi. I played it for him. He's like, yo, it's crazy. I was like, I'm done. He's like, I know. And right when I was turning the album in, these guys from London had uh, texted me some beats. And I'm sitting in my condo. And Buckhead, and he sent me a beat, and all I kept hearing in my head is my president, 
uh, I said, oh, I gotta go to the studio. So the day I go to the studio, I go in there recording, and everybody in the studio base is like, all right, that's cool, but the album's done, we're great. Like, he's not the president, and we know this, and, you know what I mean? It's like, I was like, no, this is going on the album. Mm. And everybody was like, no, nah, bro, it don't make sense. I mean, the election ain't until like five or six months, like, you wild. I said, bro, he's gonna win. You have to look at the way the world, he is gonna win because you know why he gotta win? Because we ain't got no choice. And we gotta do everything in our power to help him win. And my man was like, all right, whatever, put it on the album. So we made it, I think it was the last song, right? Yeah. And I had got Nas on it and um, Nas was on, he was like, yeah, I'll do it. You know, he, he didn't he didn't really, he, I, I don't think he knew what I was doing. Like, yeah. he just liked, liked the song. He thought it was just a good song. Yeah. And I remember, I'll never forget, we sit over one of my uh, people house when when uh, they was calling it out, and he won, and everybody was jumping around. <sighs> Bro, I told, I told you he was gonna win. This is what they telling me though. Yeah. The same people told me take the song off there. I told, yeah. I knew he was gonna win. You was right, but to me, I stood on what I believed in, and it happened. So that's that being a disruptor, right? And how, what really let me know that that was the move and. and, and Again, being a disruptor, I'll never forget. It was inauguration time, because you know you win, then you gotta wait till inauguration. And I remember Jay-Z called me, he's like, yo. I said, I got a party, and uh, he wanted me to come up and kick it with him. I said, I got a party at uh, uh, Love. Was, I think that was the name of the club in DC, Love. He's like, yeah, I'ma pull up, me and B. I was like, word. And he's like, yo, because he, he was like, yo, man, I need to put a verse on that, my president. I'm like, yeah, yeah, well, you know, come on, let's do it. So I'm thinking he gonna send me the verse, Yeah. right? I ain't heard the verse. Mm -hmm. We in the club and I'm performing the song. The music stops and then Lenny S throws on the instrumental. He started rapping the verse that I've never heard in the club in front of everybody and they going That's crazy. Hard. That's right, hard. and I'm just sitting up there. I looked at my my man. I said, "I told you, I told you." That's crazy, and that changed everything. And then the craziest thing is, uh, real quick, um, when Barack he invited me to uh, a correspondence, then I got there in New York. I flew all the way to New York. Tom Ford suit, the whole thing. I was nah. looking like it. Yeah, yeah. And the Secret yeah. Service said we, I couldn't come in, so I had to get back on the plane, fly back to. Him. I was hurt. I'm talking. About, I was just like, because I had. Pay for all these people to be bussed to the polls and plugged in with Hot 97.5, the radio station, Hot right. 97.9, and did all these programs so people can come vote. So I was like, damn, like I'm, I'm with you, bro. Yeah. But then that's what reminded me that my past was so real yeah. that I couldn't, you, you know, take you it personal. Forget about that. And yeah, then sure. I'll never forget. It was maybe like about maybe like two and a half years later, three years, and they got this correspondence dinner. And I'm in London on tour, like I'm touring Europe. And uh, my mom called me, she's like, hey baby. She said, you know the president just said something about you on, on TV? I said, nah, he, he, I said, nah, they don't really. She said, I'm telling you. I said, well tell my sister to send it to me. And, he, and she sent it and the clip said, my first term, I sang out green. My second term, I'm going with Young Jeezy. No way. And that's when I was sitting there, I was like, I like this guy, man, <sighs> because He's right. He can't stand beside me, and I respect. Maybe now, but yeah. not then. But he still gave me my props from across the room, because that's what I have to do sometimes with people that I know from the street. Yeah, I can't have you in my mix, but I, I see you and I love you, right? And that was <laughs> that's what I was like. He got Boy, some ice in his veins. <laughs> well, you said something then. Though. You feel me? But that's a disconnect, though. Yeah. Man. 
That's a, like being able to understand and identify what you can't do. Right. Not right. a lot of people know that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. It's like, bro, I love you to death, so and so, but bro, I can't be with you right now. Nah, nah, it's too, it's too, it's too, block too, too hot. It's too much to, and by the way, if they really love you, they're gonna, they're gonna understand that and respect it because they want the best for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like in, in 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 any sense, especially for someone like yourself or myself, if somebody's around you and they know the type of energy that they might bring or, or the type of things they might bring around mm -hmm. you and they see you in your light, then they, they're being selfish. Yeah. And even for me, I was mad, right? Mm -hmm. I was upset. But when he did what he did, he let me know that he saw me. Yeah. And there's been so many times that I've been out and see somebody I used to hustle with or something. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, man, what's up? Like, you know, that, that's right. Tip of the hand. Like sometime my team, but like, who is that? I'd be like, oh, yeah, long story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so shout out to Barack for that, man. You know, but we got me and him gotta have one of these sit-downs like me and you having. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's over. Bro, I look, I look at a situation like this where it's like, bro, it's like I got so many great organic relationships with people that the world will never know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I sit and I see, not that that I only not only was I inspired by God, I was always like, I would I'm like, bro, you see how this food like everywhere we always went, it was always plush. Right. I'm like, bro, I'm going into restaurants and it's this, this the back room. I'm not going to sit down mm, at the bar. Mm, Every what, but I learned that from hanging out with OGs like you. You right, know what I'm saying? Like right. learning, like bro, it's player or as they would say, it's P when don't nobody know you in the room. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you ain't got to be the loudest person in there, bro. Right. You do more damage right. when you the loudest person. Yeah. But you can do. You could be very. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Right, right, sniper. Like, boom. Sniper. When you just quiet, like, hey, yeah, man, hey, yeah. shout it right now. Well, hey, partner right there. Um, hey, so-and-so, cool, yeah. boom. Man, we going out the back, though, not the front. It. It's just learning how to move. I right. think most more kids, especially with the NIL evolution, with so many people that's coming into money, and I always say to the younger generation, bro, keep the main thing the main thing, bro. Don't let, you, don't let like, for so long you was a rapper. Right. You was going to let your pastime up right. what people willing to what you for. Right. So for me, it's like, bro, I'm an athlete. So why the hell would I get caught in a brawl? Right. Now, certain things has to, 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 to be taken care of. You right. know what I'm saying? But it's all about respect, right. learning how to move. If your people around you and they don't serve no purpose, this is how they get they strikes. Right. Like, whoa, 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 no, 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 bro, go in the car. Matter of right. fact, I got right. this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going home, y'all do. Uh, Take matter of fact, whatever y'all do, just don't tell me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here, you feel me? I like, don't want to know. It's crazy because I was telling, I was telling, the, um, I was telling uh, really my chief of staff, you know, about the reason why I don't host parties. Right. You feel me? It's like, I'm not a person that's strapped for cash. Thank right. God for that. Right. I would rather pay for the section rather than to be paid to be at that right. section. And you use my name, right. image, and likeness. likeness. Yeah. And somebody around and get popped. Now, 
the newsletter says on you. hosted by right. Cam Newton, the right. person ends up shot and kicked. Like right. I, I can't put nah, that on my man. You ain't doing nothing wrong. You see what I'm saying? You ain't doing nothing wrong. And by the way, you know, you like a unicorn, bro. Like you, you see you, you know you in the right spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> you know what I'm like, for sure. <laughs> we done ran into each other, you know what I'm saying? Some cool spots. Like, what's up, baby? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the <laughs> you doing to him? Like, <laughs> shut the hell up. Same thing you doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, tell me this though. Like you coming up in music in a time where it was thriving, you know what I'm saying? And music still is thriving. Right. Uh, is mixtapes dead? I, because me and Drama just did one Snowfall. I don't but think that so. That was an album, though. Yeah. With hard. Right, or low. Like real talk. I think that, I think that for me, mixtapes was freedom, right? Mm -hmm. Mixtapes gave you a platform to just do what you love without any judgment. Because when you make an album, it's almost like it's almost like playing in a playoff game. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it a mixtape, a mixtape is like a scrimmage game. Yeah. And you might ball out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's getting you ready for the next phase. But it's like, I always love mixtapes more than albums because for an album, you have to have a certain mindset. Now, mind you, the thing that I see that's smart about this generation that I love is they pretty much do the same thing. They name it what they want to name it. You know what I'm saying? Because they could drop three projects back to back, right? And they'd be like, my album's coming out. But the music sound the same as the mixtape. Yeah, same the producer, though. same everything, right? But that's enabling them to build their catalog and to get more money out of these record labels. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I respect that. They, they learned the hustle. Because yeah. even like for myself, like you got to think streaming wasn't out back when I was doing mm -hmm. that. So I was, you know, if I say I press up 500,000 CDs, that's 500,000 CDs. I had to give them away, yeah. like, personally. You know what I'm saying? These kids can hit one button. It's all it's, over the it's, world. It's out there. It's all over the SoundCloud, world. got SoundCloud, YouTube. So, and, and that's uh, why they're getting the type of money that they're getting, right? Mm -hmm. So, but, but I think the art of mixtapes is when you see an artist or somebody in their bag and they don't, they they ain't tripping on no radio records. Mm. They ain't tripping on no features. It's like I pulled up in my homeboy house and he had a booth yeah. and, a, and, a, and a mic in there and I just went crazy. It's a freebie. Right, it's, it's free. It's free. Show you how great you I say am. what you yeah. want to yeah. say. Yeah. It's just like, damn, you know, and it's, that's the difference because culturally, you know, we like your heart. And sometimes when you get to the album part, you know, it kind of gets watered down because the record labels get involved. Mm -hmm. And then, and then the uh, the quotas get involved. It's like, well, your last album sold, you know, double platinum. So you trying to reach that. So now you're reaching out and doing things with people that you feel like have a bigger fan base than you. Yeah. Not necessarily saying that's why people started rocking with you in the first place. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's really two things that I want to kind of get off before before we leave, bro. Like this, crazy. Um, you know, as far as putting a project together in an album, you know, mentality, what does that process, what's that process like? Well, you know, it's crazy, bro, because I was talking to this, talking to my, um, uh, one of my guys about this other day. He said, well, yo, what's your biggest regret? And I said, well, for me, my biggest regret was doing music to meet a quota. But if you look at it like the business aspect of it, let's just say you sign to a label, you got 10 albums. Mm -hmm. I can knock out 10 albums in 10 days mm -hmm. and be done with that. But 
a lot of the times it would take me a year or two. It took me three years to write TM103. What? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you, you just get in a place where you're just trying to perfect it. You want it right. You want to keep working on it. You might be going through a writer's block. You might have some going on with your family. You might not be in a good space. Yeah. And you're trying to make these projects that come across subpar because your heart is not in them. You're trying to be the timeline. And for me, the reason why my music was so spaced out, I don't think a lot of people knew was, well, two things. The first thing was I was holding out on the label because I was trying to make them sell me my masters back. That mm -hmm. was the first thing. And then the second thing was what I learned, even what I know to this day is, I'm not able to create my best work if I don't live. Yeah. So I'd rather go live, vacate, hang, eat, kick it with my partners, yeah. you know, you know, just get out of that world yeah. and just be with regular people that I love or just, you know, just move around. And then, you know, when I, when I get some time, I sit down, now I can go back and I could just, you know, reflect and just, and just sit there and go like, yeah. And now when I'm putting this in the music, I don't went through some ups, some downs, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't had some family issues with, you know, my cousins and I'm lost a few homeboys. Now, now things are coming from my heart yeah. and I'm not just writing to rhyme. I'm writing because I'm either releasing my pen or the journal. It means yeah. something. And that's been my best work. And the reason why Thug Motivation and a lot of that stuff in the beginning was so, so urgent is because it was in real time. Like I was living that way, yeah. right? And as you become an artist and you start touring and you, you go on, you got meetings and you got, you know, you're doing entrepreneur, entrepreneur, you're doing business. It's hard to just focus and home in on how you feel, mm -hmm. right? Because that's what music is and is an expression. And if you're not really, you don't know how you feel, you don't even know what you're saying really. Mm -hmm. And the, the last thing you want to do is get caught up in like who, who just had the hottest album with the beats and now you want to just go get beats from such and such because yeah. homeboy had them. That, that might be his pocket. That's how you feel. Yeah. You get those same beats and can't make those same songs better because you ain't live. And it's just like, for me, it's like, you t if, if, if you ever see me like in, in my bag, like saving Snowfall, I was in my bag. Yeah. I was running around on tour. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm popping out here, I'm there, yeah. I'm dropping those jets, I'm doing all this. It's like, oh, let me go make some music. Yeah. I'm, matter of fact, I'm gonna call drama because I want it to sound like this, mm -hmm. right? And that's what you get when you let your artists live and be able to create rather than just like timeline. It's like, okay, I got to drop an album in the fourth quarter. It's like, what is that? Yeah. You know you know how you have a great season because you're sure. focused. For sure. This this your season. You already see what's going right. on, right? You, 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 you blaze contract it. Your Yeah, right, that yeah. one. <laughs> you feel me? So... And, and we were talking about that, and I was just telling him, like, you know, I, I, re I regret the business side of it because whatever money I made musically, I could have doubled that. Mm. But the the integrity side of it, I feel like I kept it a thousand with myself because I put my best foot forward, but I know when I wasn't doing my best work. Mm -hmm. And I'm cool with that because yeah. I know going forward I wouldn't do that again. So to, that, to this point, right, with all you know, book, investor, give you a situation. Let's say you lost everything today. Wow. Give me a realistic timeline when you could get it back. Tomorrow. Like, you lost, okay, cool, boom. Financially, strap me empty. How long will it take for you to get back and be like, bro, knowing what I know now? Tomorrow. Mm. Because I mean, of what? I have real relationships, bro. I have people in real places that really rock with me because I've done stuff for them, they've done stuff for me. 
and we just have a synergy. And once you get in these type of groups, they look out for each other, bro. Yeah. They don't they don't let you, you know what I'm saying? Before 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 it all go down, like you know, all these banks I've been doing business with will probably give me a hundred hundred million dollar credit line just yeah. on GP, just based off of what I've done. Correct. And then even like some of the people that I deal with as far as like, you know, mentors and people that I just built a real solid relationship with, I see how they move. Like you can say, somebody say, you know, I actually want to invest in something like this. You know, them people just be like, what you need? You know, 20 million? All right, cool. So what I send the money? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's different when you're out here and you're working for every penny. But if you're working for every penny, that's good because money is a tool. So it's not nothing that if you lose, it's, 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 it's the end of the world. Because as you're working for that, if you're building integrity, you're gonna have people around you that's gonna make sure that you get back right. in pocket because they know how much you mean to them and they know how much you mean to the culture. However, if you're out here and you're doing... <laughs> you <gonna laughs> hey, by the way, if I was doing... Yeah. The answer to that question would be totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Another 10 years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you feel me? But, <laughs> but, relation, but that's what I tell everybody, man. I got one of my guys... He's just a social guy. Everybody loves the guy. He go spend and get FaceTime in with everybody. And I tell him all the time, like, bro, like, you, you're so wealthy, you don't even understand, bro. Relationships are the most wealth you can ever have. Everything. You got good relationships, you'll never go without anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say, you know, just always be solid with people, always be consistent with them, because you just never know who's going to be in power. Right. And at the same time, if you're solid with them and you're consistent with them, if you ever need them, they're going to be there for you because that's what relationships are about. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, they, and and that's the difference coming from a street level to now. It's like street level is like everybody waiting for you to either give them some, which is enabling them anyway. Correct. Or how can they take something from you? Correct. Right. Or, you know, you have people around who don't know how to play their position. You put them in a situation where they can they can they can. They can flourish, yeah. but they, they don't rather... Need, they're too naive to right. even you see what I'm saying? understand it, yeah. And, and, but at the same time, it wasn't like that in the beginning, of, of course, because coming from the streets, I did have a lot of trust issues. Because it was like, you know, I was hanging with Bron, bro. Like, how you... Like, Bron, hey, me and Bron together, I ain't said two words to this guy. Yeah. He's like, geez, you good? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Back, back when I was, you know, thugging, it was just like, yo, I'm, I'm not hanging... Like, he probably in his mind, like, I'm never going nowhere with this yes. guy again. Yeah. But... I've known Bron, I met Bron through Jay-Z, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Way back when he was just getting in the league. Yeah. But, which probably could have been one of the best relationships I had based off how we met. Yeah. Right? But I wasn't ready to nourish that relationship. Correct. You know, but of course now, but I had to look at a lot of relationships and go, okay, I, I got to take my personal out of this because they don't serve me no more because I am a taxpayer. I'm, I'm, legit, I'm legitimate, I'm a yeah. businessman and all these things and relationships are what's gonna make sure that I'm able to move around this world. Because like, if you know 100 people, you know what I'm saying? I know 500 people and he know, you know, 200 people and they know that if all of us in a circle, that means we got half the world. Mm. Ain't nobody else we can't, ain't nobody we can't get on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You can call anybody. Like, yo, you know such, such yeah. Like, you know how I many people like but probably want to talk to you that know me, like, yo, man, Cam, your man. man. Like, could you, could you call him? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's that's what it's about, relationships, baby. Last thing. Off the top of your dome, list all the investments that you have. Woo, that's a lot. I'm gonna tell you the, I'm gonna tell you the ones they already know about, because I've been learning these days. You can't yeah. tell them everything. Come on with it. Uh, Nod Spirits, mm -hmm. Avion Spirits, uh uh Real estate, we can go on for that for days. 
uh, Defiance Few, uh, uh, Agency 99, uh, uh, what else? Uh, I mean, the list goes on. Okay. Uh, Last question. Mm -hmm. What would the 20-year-old Jay yeah. say to the person that's sitting down right now? Yeah, man, keep going, bro. Yeah, keep going, bro, because in the words of John Lennon, in the end, it's going to be all right. Mm. If it ain't all right, it ain't the end. Mm. You feel me? That's what I live by. He, he definitely tell him that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know My what I'm saying? I had to remix this one. Boogie like the drink. Boogie like the smoke. <laughs> Boogie like the mix. I'm going to have a with his coat. Boogie had to try. Boogie like the shine. Boogie by this paper. Because Boogie like the... Hey, man. Yeah. My pot. My, My pot up, bro. Like, real <laughs> Bro, appreciate you. As so we loud. end things here, bro, we're going to do it in unison. We're going to look at this camera. But then we're going to go to this camera. And then we're going to finish with that camera right in the middle. Let's do it. Here we go. One finger. One pinky, one thumb. We're gonna say one love on the count of three. One, two, three. One, one love. love. Yes, sir, ski. Yes, sir, ski. Jeezy, bro. My God. My, <laughs> yeah. yeah.